Rosemarie Matario with Dream Big Radio, and I am so honored to introduce producer, director, acting coach, Michelle Danner. How are you? Well, I mean, I'm, you know, pretty good despite what's happening right now. And, uh, you know, I'm trying not to take the temperature of the news every three seconds and just give it a breather in between. Yeah, it's difficult with everything on social media and the news of all the channels to not see what is going on. Absolutely. I was up really early this morning at five o'clock in the morning. and But, you know, the result of watching what's going on for me has been to just take action, you know, to just make a, a list of things and get through it and, and just, you know, be very active. And I think that in this time, we can find, um, you know, although it seems like something terrible and, and something difficult is happening, but, you know, how what how can we benefit from it? You know, what is something good that we could take away from it? And I've already, you know, identified for myself some, you know, really good things. One of them is just, you know, to pause, to reflect, to see where everything is at. Oh, yes, of course. As creatives, I think that's very important, too. And not just creatives, anybody. Yes, I mean, this could be a very rich time where we could write some really good screenplays or novels or, you know, accomplish something very, very uh, productive. Very true, very true. And hopefully lean on each other, even if it's, you know, distancing or just maybe on through social media or other various forms of... Uh, internet socializing <laughs> well you know i uh, you know have an acting school and uh, we're actually going online my kids i have two boys and their schools have gone online with the teaching and uh that's right it doesn't mean we're shutting everything down you know we continue we can interact online and we can keep growing artistically and so i think it's really important to stay engaged in that way oh yes of course definitely I've been trying to uh, start doing that myself also. Yeah, it really gives you a uh, purpose and uh, it can really uh, give you structure and feels like you're really disciplining yourself and, you know, and growing. Exactly, exactly. So how did you um, begin your journey to your dreams? When did you know what you wanted to do? Well, I knew at a very early age, apparently my father, who opened the very first offices of the William Morris Agency in Paris, France, said that I was entertaining agents on a coffee table. Oops. I was um, tap dancing and singing and doing imitations of Alfred Hitchcock and Judy Garland wow. uh, and Ed Sullivan. <laughs> and so... Uh, you know, I knew it at a very young age, but mostly I fell in love with books. I fell in love with reading. So I had a closet where the upper, uh, you know, closet uh, had a little, you know, light. And I had like a pile of books and candies as well. And I spent a lot of my childhood reading and imagining and writing. And so I was very, very uh, devoted to the arts for uh, from a very young age. Who were some of your favorite authors or inspirations to be writers? Some of my very favorite authors were French authors, you know, playwrights, French playwrights, uh, Moliere, uh, Jean Anouilly. Those are all French. And, uh, you know, novelists, you know, I love Victor Hugo, the poems of Victor Hugo and uh, Alexandre Dumas. So I was uh, 
from you know Shakespeare. I also read Shakespeare when I was you know very young. Um, so I was very attracted to words, to literature. No, oh, wonderful. So now you know after having family, and how do you balance everything? You know, as a a busy mom and a filmmaker and producer, director and acting coach, how do you balance all? <laughs> you know, it's not easy, but I. Um, you know, I have a very strong sense of what my vision board is, and I try and do something to implement that every day. Uh, but first and foremost, man, when you have kids, you know, and especially in this time, you know, the kids are scared, and that's the priority. But it's always been the priority anyway. I've always taken my kids with me traveling all over the world. When I went teaching, they're on set with me. When I make movies, they're just with me, and um, so. You know, that that's obviously number one. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's important. I've always felt, and I've told this, you know, throughout the, the years to my students, especially the ones that are getting pregnant, that are thinking, oh, my God, it's over now for me creatively. Mm-hmm. And one of the most important things is to show your kids how you can go after and achieve your dreams. And it teaches them in turn. And, um, and I think it's inspiring for them. And it shows them how they can go and get their dreams. So it's not about putting everything to a halt. And, and and sacrificing because you have children, it's you know just joining in the ride. We all take the creative ride together, uh, as it is. You know, I've put my kids in movies, and they help me to write. And when I'm editing, I call them over, say, "What do you think?" Uh, so you know, oh, that's they're part wonderful. of it. <laughs> they're part of the process. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's not you know, um, it's not easy to balance, but. Um, you know, I think you have to be organized and you have to be organized inside of yourself and really understand where the priorities are. Right. That's true. So what would you advise to other uh, women or other moms out there who are considering film or wanting to be getting to directing or filmmaking of any kind? What would you tell them? Yeah, I I think that Yesterday, I watched with my son the director's commentary uh, of Get Out, of the movie Get Out. Um, and it was the most inspiring thing we could have done on a Sunday. Um, I think you have to just study. It's about listening. Mm-hmm. It's about studying. Um, and then it's about doing. But um, I think it's really important to watch what a lot of people have done and uh, you know, really um, do research, really absorb content, mm-hmm. um, and then and, and do, you know, and not, not let fear uh, paralyze you. Right. You know, of course, now we're, it's going to be a very interesting time, I think, you know, as we're all cocooned for a little bit. Um, you know, I think some great, great works are going to come out of this. Because some of it will be, you know, generated by what we're feeling. We're feeling some really intense emotions. Oh, exactly. So for the, um, what do you suggest for people who uh, are wanting to submit to film festivals, but they're not really sure that that's worth submission, you know, submitting them? What do you, what is your take on filmmaker, uh, film submissions for blossoming filmmakers? Oh, I think it's important. I think film festivals are wonderful around the country and the world Mm -hmm. and offer a forum to 
you know, up and coming filmmakers, grass, grassroots filmmaking to show your work. We have a film festival at the theater that I'm the artistic director of called Cinema at the Edge. We're going to be on our eighth year oh, and wow. uh, we show movies from all over the world and we have packed screenings and Q&As and we really celebrate, like I said, um, grassroots, you know, filmmaking when people, you know, have very little. But I am very, very lucky and, and honored because I get to see about 300 movies every year, small movies, movies that are made with love. And most of them are deeply personal to the person that is making them. So I would say, I mean, it's expensive, obviously, to submit to tons of film festivals. You just have to read that, you know, the book, look at the list and submit to, you know, what you can afford. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously now I think everything's pushed down, you know, at least I would say six months from now. Um, But, um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that when you can start to put, you know, I just did a movie called Bad Impulse that um, is going to be released. We have a great distributor. And, um, you know, we went to film festivals. We we won awards. We, you know, I think uh, three of them for best movie, one for best director, one for an audience award. And when you start to put, you know, the festival leaves uh, on your posters and uh, on your social media you know it's very rewarding it's very rewarding if you if you get to if you're not if you if you get accepted if you're officially accepted and then if you get to win something so i think that um it's important film festivals are important obviously there's the first tier of the very you know bigger ones and then there's like a lot of great ones after that oh that's wonderful i know a lot of my friends out there who are filmmakers and and do submit to the local film festivals and then the ones out of state um, you know, would love to have, you know, to know that, that, you know, they should be keep doing it and not give up. And <laughs> Oh, no, definitely don't give up. <laughs> so as an acting coach, have you ever had a fangirl moment with anyone that has hired you? Well, I've had many of those. <laughs> I've been lucky to work with some, you know, pretty talented powerful actors uh oscar nominated actors you know so i've i've you know you're so lucky when you just work with with great people and then i have worked with young up-and-coming talent that's never acted before and i would be very curious to see where their careers will will take them um so it's uh you know it's a mix but um yeah, absolutely. I've been starstruck. And I've also been starstruck with unknown actors. Mm-hmm. I love to, um, you know, um, meet actors that are on their way and have so much potential. So what do you do for um, actors whenever they are not comfortable with how the way the sound of the voice is or their accent what is something that you uh tell them to do well you can work on anything you know i think everything is solvable Mm -hmm. if you have an accent you just have to you know discipline yourself to work on it every single day it doesn't have to be this like you know five hour thing but if you devote even a very concise and concentrated, you know, 30 minutes to it, uh, it seeps in. It seeps into you. Um, if you have, you know, speech, you know, you have to work on your speech, you have to work vocally on your voice. Um, I think it's it's the steps, you know, it's, it's the consistency of doing it. Mm-hmm. If not every day, at least, you know, four times a week, 
So to really get into some sort of a consistent routine and it improves, you know, anytime you put work into something, you always see the results of it. Right. So even if someone, you know, absolutely can't stand the sound of their own voice, <laughs> they can fix it to where what they want? Or should they just have a little bit more confidence in how they sound <laughs> and work with it? Well, I think that, you know, if they absolutely can't stand it, then they have to go inside and examine what, what, it, what it is about. Um, but it's always, I think, I'm always interested in people have different tonalities, you know, that it's not everybody has a unique voice i think you have to embrace your uniqueness mm -hmm. and you have to do work on yourself to do that and uh and you know maybe if somebody doesn't like their voice maybe because it's caught and it's not free and so you have to work on freeing it and there's some very specific exercises and coaches that one can work with and now on the internet where you can um you know, work on having a powerful vocal instrument because that's always, you know, 75% of your acting performance. Right, exactly. Um, that, that's great advice. And I, I have a few friends that, you know, feel that way about themselves. And it's hard as a friend to say, you don't sound bad. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I think that there's always a solution. I come from that, that place. You can always work on it. Excellent. Uh, so this is, I, this is one of my uh, most profound questions that I love to ask everyone. And um, I would love your take on it, especially. So what is your advice to others who are chasing their dreams? Well, I think that you have to um, really formulate what those dreams are inside of you, visualize them and come up with a strategy on how you're going to achieve them. Um, dreams are attainable. And uh, I know the name of your show is called Dream Big. <laughs> so, you know, don't be afraid to dream big. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, and um, do. Be a doer. You know, put things into motion. But that's because um, you're, you have clarity about what you want. And then find a way, you know, through a concise plan to go after it. That's very that good advice. Be, that would be my advice. <laughs> that's very good advice. <laughs> but I love the name of your show, Dream Big, because I think that a lot of the times we don't dream big enough. I think I've, I've caught myself not dreaming big enough and, you know, and reminding myself, no, 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 you've got to dream bigger. Yes. It's not about being unrealistic. It's that if you don't, then you're not going to get it. But if you, uh, you know, visualize it, then there is a chance that you will get it for sure. Oh, yes, very true. And I really try to uh, help inspire others to dream big and to always dream big. And um, my visual show i have a lot of local uh, people who are doing just that they're trying to make their dreams come true and they come on and they share their stories with me and i try to help promote them and and get them out there and let everybody know that anybody can go after their dreams they just have to want it and believe it and know in their heart that that's gonna happen for them well, that's absolutely what I believe. <laughs> um, before we go, I would love to know what you have coming out that everyone should know about. 
okay. or projects you're working well, on? Well, I have a movie coming out called Bad Impulse. It's a psychological thriller with some horror and supernatural. It stars some wonderful actors, Paul Sorvino, Grant Bowler, Sonia Walger, James Landry Herbert, even um, Rebecca Black has a little part in it. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's a very exhilarating ride. Apparently, it's really scary. That's the one that we won a lot of awards for. I also completed a movie called The Runner. I'm in the editing room, so that will be coming up also in the fall. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and also, um, you know, uh, there's the acting classes online. If people want to work online with me or some wonderful instructors, we have really an extraordinary faculty. We are not shutting down our creativity, so we're taking it online. Mm, Good. Especially for anybody out of the area, even if this plague wasn't going on it's still a wonderful opportunity for someone even just across the nation or across the world to be able to uh get online and take the classes and and learn as much as they can yeah yeah we've always had online classes but now we're expanding them because you know obviously we're taking a short break from doing it in person social distancing yes yes (laughs) That is the unfortunate thing. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me. I really appreciate it. And for all the advice for others that hopefully they'll be inspired uh, to do what they dream. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) And that was Michelle Danner, producer, director, acting coach. I'm so honored that she took the time out to speak with me. And I hope you guys check out all of her info for how to take her classes, watch her movies, and follow what she's got going on. I want to thank you guys out there for listening to Dream Big Radio. And tune in for the next episode. But remember to always dream big.